Hello there and welcome to today's podcast. Um, I'm Helen Fleming, I'm the Volunteers Manager at the Sites of Scotland and today we're joined by husband and wife team Brian and Laura Valentine. Brian is dyslexic and has an engineering background and Laura has an education background. They are parents to six-month-old Molly and last year they set up a property business, BLB Properties. Setting up a property business during a pandemic has meant that there's been some unexpected challenges along the way, but this has also meant a great opportunity to strengthen their property business learning and further focus their company aims. So, um, Brian, Laura, tell, tell us a bit more about yourselves and your business. Hi there. Um, yeah, so I'm Brian Valentine. So I still work full time. Um, so I'm a continuous improvement manager at an engineering company in Glasgow. Um, as you said, as I'm a, I'm a new dad, so try to learn uh, the new skills with that comes along with. And um, and yeah, like that, as you mentioned, I've got dyslexia. So there's been a lot of kind of things I have to de- uh, have dealt with over the my experiences and manage it but like that I've had a lot of support by my wife Laura um through before we started the business and how we continue on with that so yeah um I'll go through a bit more detail on that when we we have more questions. Uh, Hi I'm Laura so I'm a full-time primary teacher I'm currently on maternity leave so just had our wee girl so I'm kind of also dealing with the huge challenges that that brings and massive learning curves um, for us both. Um, I'm returning to work in the new school term, so that's currently setting up its challenges as well of of trying to balance work, being a new mum and dealing with the business. Yeah, so as uh, we kind of mentioned, we we started the business um, during the pandemic of all times to do. so it's a property uh, business based uh, investment. So we look to buy sort of kind of uh, two, three bedroom properties, sort of anywhere around the sort of kind of central belt of Scotland. Um, so generally they'll be in distressed positions where they need to kitchens, bathrooms, in various different ways. But what we look to do is essentially renovate them um, and then sort of kind of make them new homes to rent out uh, long term to families. So that, that's kind of the basis around the, the business. Thanks. Thanks to you both. Um, so Brian, can you tell us um, how you came to set up your business um, and how you convinced Laura to join you on that journey? Yes. Um, so like that, for, for a long time, I, I've, I've always taken an interest in property um, from a young age. Um, but back in 2015, I, I kind of seen a, a thing online where it was advertising a course. Um, so like that, it kind of sparked my interest and I, I took a time out to go and attend. And um, I went and done a three-day course in Edinburgh to, to understand it further. Um, but going back to, to life, it's something that always seemed to get in the way. So like that from then, I, I didn't really get the chance to do anything with it. Um, but when we finally got married uh, in 2019, we uh, I proposed the idea at, on our honeymoon that we, would property be an opportunity for us. And at that time, Laura was extremely sceptical to say the least. Um, 
and so like that she had no prior experience not real interest in in property so i'd proposed the idea that i had a, a friend that had started in a property business a few years prior who lived down in manchester so we pretty much come back from a honeymoon arranged to drive to manchester three hours down for what a couple of conversation yeah i think brian's tactic was to show me this lovely family and they've got kids and they're doing property so um because that was always my thing of no we, we are going to have kids and we're we're just going to buy a house and we'll be happy <laughs> so yeah so we, we went down there and 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 charlie and his family were, were welcoming and, and gave us the the ups and downs of the process and and or the journey they've had and um, yeah, from there we I sort of kind of found again like the courses I'd previously done, um, and Laura and I attended them through in Edinburgh, and then since then the two of us have, have been equal partners in terms of interest and sort of kind of workload to to the business, and yeah, just trying to understand how we balance it all. Um, it's definitely not went to plan, but like that, we're we're moving forward. Great, thank you. Um, so, Laura, what have been the particular challenges that you've faced, faced in the past year? Um, I think for me, the initial challenge was really coming out of my comfort zone. Because Brian kind of works in business, um, he's quite used to talking to people and, and doing picking up the phone. And for me, that was just absolute nightmare. I was like, no, I just teach five-year-olds. Um, up to P7 at max, I was like, that's my limit. Um, I don't speak to adults beyond that. Um, so yeah, that in itself was a huge learning curve. And the fact that I had no knowledge of property, I mean, my experience was like, I'll just do the properties up and make them look nice. So I was like, I, I have no knowledge of buying houses. I had, I'd never bought a property, so I had no idea even how to go through a mortgage process or, or anything like that. Um, and then came along Molly, so that was an even bigger challenge because I'm now trying to juggle being a new mum. Um, Covid didn't help, so there's obviously a lot of restrictions and, and I think for everyone life just kind of changed a bit. Um, but for us I think it certainly put things into perspective a wee bit, um, as it probably did with a lot of people, just realising that the simplicity of life and just working out what we actually wanted um, kind of as a future. Um, so when we started out in property, we realised there was also a lot of research you had to do. Um, so I think that was, it kind of hit home, that was the basis of it's not as easy as going out and just buying a house. Um, you really have to do a lot of research into the investment area. Um, and that can be anything from kind of researching online to offline. Um, we visited areas we, we thought we would maybe invest in and walked around the streets. Um, again, that was a, quite a learning curve for me because Brian was forcing me to <laughs> go up to people and I was like, no, I'll sit in the car, thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And then just in terms of that, we then hit the challenges of COVID um, and the market just now is really hot in property. So we were then trying to put all the learning um into practice, but discovering that actually COVID had a massive part on that. Um, and it became really difficult to view properties for one, people just didn't want people in their houses. Um, and then also just dealing with the increase in how many people were also selling their houses um, and trying to just get the numbers to work for us. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so like that, 
buying the property, I guess, in, in this kind of market is is very difficult, as Laura was saying. Um, but like that, there's been there's other ways about it, and that's what it is. It's we thought, yeah, the transactional part is just buy a house, but it's actually a lot of effort just to find the deals, and and that's a, has been the biggest challenge. Um, and then our, what we're moving into is the, the second phase where um, of part of the deal is, is finding the money. So that that's it's, it's, again, it's not as just as easy as buying a house <laughs> and doing it up. It, it, there's a lot of transactional stuff. So it's a huge learning curve for us. But like that, we've got good balance between the both of us to learn off of each other and, and getting the strengths as we can. I mean, moving on from that, I suppose, what would, what would you say are the strengths that both of you have brought to the new business um, and how's that impacted on your personal relationship as well? Um, yeah, so I think we definitely both bring different um, things to the business and I think we both get quite frustrated with each other um, in doing so. Brian's definitely the analyst in the relationship and he's the numbers guy. He does deals with that and I kind of do rely on them to do a lot of that because that's sometimes the bit that goes way over in my head and I kind of see it as more I keep all the plates spinning so I keep give Brian's to-do list and, and keep all the, the kind of processes and orders um, in line and, and remind Brian continuously of things that are going on um, yeah, and just really chunking up my week so I've found now that having Molly I don't have Although I've got more time because I'm not working, my time's now taken up, um, obviously, with Molly um, and realising that, you know, you, like you have to just find the small bits of time. Um, and that was one of the things we spoke with with our mentor. Um, she spoke to me quite a bit about, you know, some days it just might not happen because things crop up and you've got other things to do. And sometimes you just have to say, right, tomorrow I'm going to try again to do something um, so I'll maybe say right if I get two of those tasks done today then that's great and that could be one of them could just be phoning an estate agent or sending an email it could be something simple like that um, but I think it's remembering that those small steps are the things that kind of will push the business forward um, yeah and for, for me uh, as Laura was saying it's a lot of it's around the strength of sort of kind of analysing the deal understanding that what is right for us um, and as, as we're saying is the idea of just buying a house there's a lot of dynamics after you've bought it what condition it is what what who are we looking to rent it out to is it a family is it is it a young professional that lives in the city is it uh, yeah there's so many dynamics in there so that all comes at a cost so like that we were looking at um, recently purchased our first investment property. So again, like there's there's elements in there that need to bathroom, floors, painting. So once you get into that stage, you, you're, you're having to go out and speak to people. Um, so whether that's trades, um, banks, people for investment, there's so many different dynamics in there. So part of my role is from working in the roles I have in the past few years, like that, that's where I, I've came into to my own and, and picking up the phone, feeling confident that yeah, that we can ask the questions. We don't, we don't need to know everything, and that that's that's part of life. I think you just need to understand that you, you can't know everything. You, you you haven't got the experience that you just have to. Um, so that's kind of what 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 I'm kind of sort of kind of bringing to the business. But as Laura was saying, with dyslexia, for me, there's a lot of areas that there's a lot of gaps. 
Um, so like that, Laura's continuously um, sort of, kind of on my back, making sure that there's areas that I need to get done, um, keeping up with emails, um, documents have to be done. So like that, I said, is it, you don't need to know everything. You don't need to do everything yourself either. It's um, it's knowing who's around about you and, and leveraging their strengths as well as your own. So like that, as we're saying, is that there's certain things that I'm good at and not so good at. Um, but yeah, just finding the right team. And that's, I guess, where COVID has really helped us. Um, because like that, we came into it thinking, oh yeah, we can just get a, find a property, get it going. And when things weren't kind of happening as quick as possible, um, that's when we sort of kind of changed focus a wee bit where it was getting the right people. So we've now got a mentor, Jill. Um, so she's been really good to help us sort of kind of keeping in line. Um, and then like that, we've got like that, the right sort of kind of team around us as such to just make these things happen. So, so yes, it's just building on that. Uh, can you tell us a wee bit more about the, the work with your mentor that you that you've got with Jill? Was it? Yeah. So so Jill uh, is she's been in property for for a number of years now. She's got a a, a diverse portfolio with her, her and her husband, um, young family. So again, these are people we look up to and say right, they're further ahead. They're doing what we want to do further down the line. So for us, it. it it's a really good dynamic where she understands the challenges of, of, of family. She understands the, the, the dynamics of, of trying to buy property and what it takes. So she's been really good for us. is just breaking things down into bite-sized chunks. Um, you can get yourself really kind of worked up of so many things you have to do. Um, and sometimes like that is just like what I was saying is it's just picking up the phone, do, dealing with one task at a time. So she's been really good for, for helping us with that. And then like that, is, as we re recognise, it's taken us time to gel as, as a working relationship rather than just a, a personal relationship. So she's been really helpful just sort of kind of saying, well, Laura, you take that. That's your responsibility. Just you go away and the same for myself and, and trusting each other and building that dynamic. So um, and holding us accountable. So every month we, we have a two hour call with her. She goes through uh, details of what we talked about last time. And then at the end of every call, there's a usually an action list. So like that, and then we have to turn up and it's it's a two-way street. We we take out as much as we have and we can only put what we put into the relationship with, with Jill is what we get back out of it as well. So it's been really helpful. Um, yeah, I think it's just good having someone there really to, to kind of push us on a wee bit. Um, yeah, and like where Brian was saying at the start, I think we were both trying to do everything. Um, and when we kind of got in contact with her, that's when she really kind of defined our roles a wee bit more and said, so like that going back to looking at what are your strengths? So these are the things that you've got time for. Um, and these are the things that, you know, you can divvy up between the two of you. Um, so it's been quite good in that sense. And I think one of the reasons we went with her as well was because we could, she was a bit more relatable in terms of family and she's got young kids herself and for us that was that was really important. Yeah and I think that that comes back to what we've talked many a time Helen about the um, the dyslexia side of things it's it's as much as I've learned it through having dyslexia that I have to ask for help 
it's also like that it's just um, like that getting mentors and and looking up to people and saying right well who is it that I want to be where do I want to go um and asking the question and for how many times I've had countless mentors over the years but I've never had one person that, that's in the position that I'm looking to be at and ask them saying look can you help me whether that is buying them a coffee buying them a lunch every so often or just have a general call um, they've been so receptive to it and they take a genuine interest in what you're doing how you're getting on and and building that up and and again like we don't know everything what we're doing with the property but we're taking small steps we're we're getting the right team around us and doing it and i found that whether it was at school high school uni starting my first job and continuing on through my career just now is i can have to ask for help because i don't there's certain things about my, my spelling my reading and, and everything i miss details that may not be there and sometimes it is just picking up the phone and saying look i'm going to send you an email can you have a wee look over it? Can you make sure it's right? Um, and like that, the same thing is happening within the business. I might sit and type up an email, but like that, it's great. I've got Laura to fall back on to, to help balance that out. So it's just really like that, finding the balance of what's our strengths, as you were saying, and, and sort of kind of doing that. So everything that we've learned, been doing in the business is very much relatable to what I've seen as a challenge and having dyslexia myself. Um, and bringing that back to it. Great, yeah, I think that's a really good message in terms of getting that out to people about, the, you know, knowing where your dyslexic challenges are and how, you know, that you've got support and, and, and knowing that you can ask for help and that there are people out there that can help. Yeah. So, great, thank you. Um, so what has, what has surprised you the most um, out with lockdown? I know it's been a tough year with lockdown and COVID, um, so what surprised you the most over the past year and why Why is that? Um, I think one of the big surprises, well, for us, it was really just the realisation. Um, and it's kind of things we've touched on previously about, you know, having Molly and all the things going on round about us. Um, and also just trying to get time to spend as a family as well and realising that when you're trying to do all this, um, you actually have to find the time and recognise as well that we did do something together. So it's almost like rewarding the small things that you've you've achieved kind of thing and, and actually recognising that we did take the time out because we're, we're very, quite good at saying, oh, we've not done anything or all oh, we're doing is this property stuff and we've got so much to do, but actually it's just kind of slowing down a wee bit and saying, well, um, let's go and do something. Sometimes you just need to take a few hours off um, and I think definitely having a baby up at three in the morning and then Brian's alarm goes off at six and um, it's been difficult in that kind of terms. And I think just the market as well has really surprised us. I think when we started the property business, um, it appeared to us like it was not easy to find deals, but it was definitely less of a challenge. Um, and that's been one of the, the huge things for us is recognising that the market changes. Um, and we have to kind of adapt our strategy to go with that. Yeah, and I think that's it. And it like Laura's saying, the, the, the frustration going through, um, especially with COVID, we've, we've continuously sitting going, well, we've been doing this for months now, nothing's happening. Um, but like that, we spent basically 12 months really putting a lot of effort into it. And um, 
And then it's just when you take that reflection of what's happened in the last 12 months, we've had Molly, we've sold our uh, current property that we live in, and then like that, we're in the process of buying a new property. And then also like that, we've bought our new uh, sort of kind of investment property that we were hoping to get at the end of, of June. So it's just like, there's a lot, as much as we feel that things weren't happening in, in the detail, that's where a lot of the stuff with our uh, Jill as a mentor is actually saying to us, look, look in the mirror, like you're actually stepped a lot further ahead than you actually think you have. So it's, it's, it is quite frustrating at times when you're in the detail. And I think like, and there is a lot of stuff that takes a lot of time and like that we've, we've brought a property and this has been sort of kind of four weeks already we've been going through the process and feel like not a lot's happened and we've still got probably another four weeks to go before we actually look to get the keys but then there's going to be a lot of time at that point after that that things are going to happen we're going to have the building we're going to do it move things on renovate and then go from it so yeah the surprise has definitely been sort of kind of building that that momentum up and frustration and realization of what it takes to build up a, a business um and get things going but yeah it's, it's definitely getting the small things and focusing on them and, and just making sure that you're doing one thing a day um, and it's a it's a compound effect yeah um, and I think you know and, and as you're saying in terms of the market you know that's something that you're that would anyway you would be having to look at and sort of see where things are at but it's been especially different this year because of, of the pandemic and things as well and and it's, you know, it's been, had an impact on everyone. And as you say, people didn't want to sort of have people in houses and what are the agreements around that? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I could imagine that's, that's been quite a challenge. <laughs> I guess, like, reflected on, like, um, my dyslexia, things like school and university and stuff like that, I've, I've definitely had the experience where the feeling not, not knowing what's going on or not feeling good enough or, or, or anything but I, I everything I've, I've done is, is through hard work um, and again I, I think that's a reflection of it's it's picking up on doing the small things each day that m- it makes you better I mean like that I've taken up photography uh, to a certain degree over the, over the last couple of years if I look back and some of the stuff I've taken a few years ago to where I'm doing just now it's just that small learning each time and through school, university, work. Nobody expects you to be an expert on day one. Um, and again, it's just about turning up, uh, trying something, getting things a lot wrong. Um, and I, I can have put my hand up to get a lot of things wrong and, um, and doing it. And I think that's part of, especially feeling with dyslexia that I have done that quite a lot. Um, and I think that really supports others to, to just do the same. It's just turn up, try it, fail at it, keep going and you'll get better I suppose that's the that's the resilience that you've learned throughout those years you know building up that and and sort of you know using those strengths this year as well when it's been such a challenge yeah yeah Yeah. um so I suppose related to that what what do you continue to learn in order to stay on top of this um, new business that you're you're going forward with um, I think it's just going back to again, it's continuing to learn from others um, and continuously building our network. Um, so although we work with Jill, um, we're also part of a kind of Glasgow property network where 
um, we kind of go on Zoom calls at the moment um, with other people there who have got a kind of breadth of experience as well. So there's people starting out like us, there's people that have been doing it 10, 20 years. Um, and it's just building that network and, and using those people around us and never stopping learning. Um, and as Brian said quite a few times, just asking for help um, when we need it as well. Um, recognising each other's strengths, trusting each other um, and developing the business and just continuously uh, focusing and, and working together. Yeah, and I think the, the, the other thing is, is especially from a, from a business perspective, that, that learning of, of trust to others. Because um, like, like we're saying, is we're going to get the keys for uh, the property, but then like that we've got to bring in different trades and everything else. And we can't micromanage everyone to say that like, you must do this, you must do that. You, you have to trust in when you're bringing these people in to, to do a job. You just need to let them do it and hold them accountable, but at the same time in, in doing so. So it's just trying to understand and trust people to, to do that. But at the same time for us, we need to learn from them. So like that, as much as we get somebody in, we are not the experts in plumbing, painting, putting in bathrooms and kitchens and everything else and, and buying things. But like that, we'll learn off of them. So there's a certain element of unconscious sort of kind of learning that we will do through that process. And that's what I'm saying is like, for me is turning up is something that, that's going to give you most benefit you don't realize just by turning up what you'll learn and speaking to people and what they're going to tell you and show you um, and what pieces of information you're going to pick up. Um, so that's kind of the, where we are with it. And as Laura was saying, we've got network meetings, we've got mentors, we've got people we're talking to all the time. So just keeping that, that all going as much as it sometimes doesn't feel like you're moving forward but you're building a, a, a knowledge and experience along the way that now sort of kind of months on, but we're leveraging that that same conversations we had six months ago and learning, okay, well, what does that mean? And how do, how do it take you forward? Okay. Um, and I, I suppose looking forward as well, what, what is it that you're most curious about right now in terms of taking that, taking the business forward? What are you... Um, that you're looking into researching at the moment yeah so like that like we just feel that we're just but we are just starting in terms of the property so like that our first challenge just now is um so we've bought we've agreed to price in the property we've got um so we're we're talking to, to investors so that's the thing we've never done before so we get that in um and then like that we're going to go into the renovations of the first one but at the same time Again, Jill's been really good to, to keep us in line where we're saying out that that to her is it's already happened, you're already moving forward with that. So that's kind of fallen into to, to my um sort of kind of domain. And Laura's been pretty much been given the direction is where's the next one? So we are kind of sitting going, hold on a minute, <laughs> we've not done the first one. And she's wanting to buy the second, but that that's kind of again is is sometimes having these people that, that's been in the position. And a lot farther forward is she's 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 three steps ahead of us in terms of giving us direction where we're still at stage one and that's kind of what's been really helpful for us and that's where, where mentors come in massively helpful um so it's really just about building what we've been doing for the last year to 18 months of just learning talking to people building up and just looking for deals 
Yeah, I think it's just as well taking like the theory of what we've learned and actually just taking action now um, from it and, and the realisation that you can make a mistake on your spreadsheet or mm -hmm. Brian's spreadsheet. Um, but actually, when you make a mistake in the real world, um, it's, things start to become a bit scary. Um, but it's that idea of, I think when we got our first deal, that's when we we almost felt like we are doing this now. Um, although we've been learning to be property investors, it, it's suddenly the realisation of, yeah, this is what we're doing now and, and there's no turning back. And as Brian was saying, Jill's now saying to me, right, how many viewings are you doing next month and what's the next one? And we're going, oh, it's just yeah. all of it. <laughs> that's scary. But like I said, that, that's where the mentor is priceless for us, that she has three, four steps ahead of us in terms of, given us direction and, and that's where that can to benefit to everyone that, that mentors can sort of kind of keep you in line and keep you accountable to mm -hmm. moving forward. And I suppose from a with a, dys a dyslexic strength of sort of the bigger picture she's helping you to look at that and so that you'll learn I guess in terms of your um, knowing a bit more about what to do next once you've got the first property out the way and moving forward that she'll you know, she's been able to sort of help help you look at the big picture, and that's that's a really good dyslexic skill. Yeah, and that's it. Like we're we're just enjoying the journey. We're we're seeing this as a, a long term uh, process and, and career for us. It's definitely something that we're we're not looking to to stop our jobs the way we are just now. And um, it's just a bit of fun, stress <laughs> and effort, but like that we, we see it as something that we're going to be doing for the next 30, 40 years um, and just enjoying sort of kind of doing that. Um, the feeling that the property we bought has really helped out the, the woman that was selling it. Um, she was in a difficult position um, we've helped her out massively by taking the property off her to help her out, but it's also helping us build a, a future for Molly and herself. So it's that kind of uh, two-way street in terms of what we're doing is we want to help people. So we've helped the person that we've bought it off of, going to do the renovation, but then also we're going to give a family a, an affordable home for the next how many years that, that suits them for renting and offers and things like that. So it's just building that the relationships up with, with the different people and hopefully giving them a, a good family home for them for the, for the next few years. I mean, it sounds like a really good sort of cycle that you're working through in terms of helping people, moving things forward and then helping, helping other families um, yeah. to sort of get onto property ladder as well or renting. Yeah. Um, so what are your plans for the coming year? Uh, as we said, I think just building on what, what we're doing, we're, we feel we're very much at the start of the journey. Um, and like we're saying, as Jill's pushing us, like, looking for the second or the third property, um and then like that there's we're only looking at we're carrying out one strategy of uh buy to let so like that build something and letting it out but there's so many different areas to that you can do flips you can do various different things in there and depending on market conditions what deals come up so like that we're just sort of kind of we've got a lot of theory and learning so far and we understand how to to analyze deals but like that, we're just trying to understand now is what stuff's out there. So just building on that. Um, so that's the, the company. Um, Laura will be going back to, to uh, full-time work as a teacher. Uh, and then like that, we're, we're going to have the new dynamic of, of that where the family time is becoming less again. 
Um, so it's really just trying to get that balance right of how do we, we, we get time with Molly to spend um, time in the business and working. And yeah, so that, <laughs> that'll keep us all going. And as we said, as we're, we're waiting on a, our property, to be to move into as well so like that over the next sort of kind of six months or so um we've got really a lot of uh, different things all moving which will take us some some stress and time yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's just yeah content and and not stopping really and knowing that um we have got a lot coming up but just planning for that really and and minimizing um the stress as much as we can and and just being a bit more organised, I guess, for me going back to work, it's now just knowing what's happening with Molly, when are we going to get time to do um, various things and just being a bit more organised really just so that, that we're comfortable um, with the challenges that we're kind of taking on. Yeah, and I think like that, relating that back to dyslexia for me is like being organised and thinking ahead is, is something that, especially like you relate it a lot to work, that you, you work so far ahead and you look ahead of what's going on but when you come home you don't necessarily bring that same idea home with you of like what where are we going to be in the next five years when you ask that to quite a lot of people they kind of look at you funny of like where, where do you want to be in the next year um and that that's we've essentially relating that a lot to like what we're doing at home um as we're saying is we've got a lot of things we need to plan out um and it's not always going to go to plan and we have to understand how like how do we deal with things that are unplanned as well so so yeah so there's a lot going on and we'll, we'll kind of see how it all plays out <laughs> yeah great yeah so well in five years time will we see you on homes under the hammer or something like that <laughs> possibly yeah <laughs> um but yeah we'll see how that, that all plays out but we're hopefully using the, the knowledge we're getting just now and building that up um, but like we're saying is We've got no intention of leaving the jobs we're in just now. Um, so, um, so we just want to build on that and see where we go um, and, and see where uh, kind of life takes us thereafter. Mm -hmm. And who knows, after five years of doing property, it might, might be a career that we want to move into full time. I don't really know at this point. Yeah. Great. Well, um, thank you very much for, for talking with us today and um, it's been really great to sort of hear your insight into your experiences. I know it's been a, quite a challenging year um, so I, I wish you luck in your new venture and you know and, and again there'll be challenges this year as well with Laura going back to work and, but yeah I wish you all, all the best for that. So thank you very much. Thank you. No thanks for your time and as I've always been is to try and support Dyslexia Scotland so like that end it's been listening to this and seeing any relations to it, please get in contact with Helen. Uh, and yeah, like that, if you if you want uh, to, to chat to us and, and arrange that through Helen, that I'm more than happy to, to do that and, and build up uh, the relationships as well to help you. Great, thank you very much.